sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take your time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with the... Uh, Chip Darmstadt. And here we are, 2024. Off and running, <laughs> off and running. The first week, um, kind of a calm week. And we had some uh, serious mud on the back roads um, with that warm spell we had. Yeah. But uh, things have uh, rutted up nicely now. And I know it's been a lot, oh, of, work, a lot of work been done by the road crews trying to get things... Uh, you know, you think it was April, but it's not April. It's uh, it's January, but uh, hopefully some snow Nothing may like a, be coming in. You know. Yeah. Nothing like a good frozen rut. You know, that's oh, they're almost, they're almost worse sometimes. The, the way they can throw you around on the road. Yeah. Well, you pick your rut and you stay in it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good advice. Good advice. Just stay right in it, and eventually you'll come out the other end, right? <clears throat> that's right. Stay in your rut. Stay in your rut. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Whatever you do, stay in your lane. Um, all right. So we thought we might spend a little bit of time of um, looking back, maybe looking back, but looking forward about uh, uh, 2023. And a lot of us are glad 2023 is gone, but 2024 is here. And um, how are Finches doing? You know, I, I, I meant to check the forecast to see how it, it matches up. You know, it's, it's probably a pretty poor finch year overall. Um, then, you know, good for some species. Uh, pine siskin seem to be around and in good numbers. I've seen some nice flocks of 50 or more birds. I know other folks all around the state have been reporting flocks of pine siskins. So that's been cool. Uh, but real, almost no red poles. Um, I, I haven't seen one, and um, I, I haven't seen many reports of red poles. Ditto with evening grosbeak. Um, pine grosbeak, same thing. I think I've heard a couple of reports. Uh, whew, Bohemian waxwing. I just heard uh, someone reported a big flock in mm. Burlington. But yeah, not a lot of not a lot of finches. A um, couple of purple. Um, finches here and there uh, yeah not not a big year for the winter finches it feels like yeah I think it's um, you know up, up there on the hill we, we still have very little snow we have a little bit here and there um, in the woods but uh, the feeder's been very uh, very quiet um, occasional chickadee um, turkey's not as big a crop of turkeys coming through but they they're loving this they're not having to trek through snow right now the turkeys I think right. they're really having a, a good old time with us so I think it's you know it's probably um, I'd imagine it's a little bit easier on the on the bird life where it's not as cold and snowy and windy right yeah you know it's there it's definitely there's foraging opportunities available to them now that uh, when it's a snowy winter are not available uh, I was doing one of the um, the Heinsberg bird count uh, late December, and uh, there was a flock of goldfinches with a few pine siskins mixed in and some chickadees, and they were on the floor of the forest. Uh, there were a lot of cedars around, um, other conifers, but they were 
in the forest, you know, not far in, but like foraging around the leaf litter. Um, and normally they wouldn't be doing that. So it's kind of interesting to see these birds that are um, usually you're seeing them on the forest edge or out in fields or at feeders, but they were finding seeds uh, in the leaf litter, uh, you know, into the forest a little bit. So, you know, definitely that, with that, in that respect, it, there's, it's easier on a lot of the birds and maybe that's keeping them away from, from feeders to some degree. And the, um, the, uh, the, the, the skunk was out on Friday night. It was still pretty mild and warm. So, you know, they're usually in, uh, one of my favorite words is torpor. You're not, you're not in full, full hibernation, but you're in torpor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you go through winter being in torpor. Uh, but the, um, the, the <laughs> stay in your rut and stay in torpor. You stay in torpor from like, I think my torpor begins about November after Thanksgiving <laughs> and goes to April. Uh, you know, but the skunk was out, so it was like warning, warning, danger, because they do not fully hibernate, you know, like bears. Yeah, but right. they, the warm yeah. weather, and they, of course, were out um, scavenging and looking for food. So, um, wow. some things going on. You know, you don't expect to see a skunk in, um, you know, January. No, or, no. or late December. Yeah, uh, we're talking about uh, birds and kind of the the climate and what's happening with what's happening. But you know what can happen here, Chip? This is what happens. We could begin a stretch of snowstorms from now until April. It's not going to stop because we, you know, you think you you think you just a quick weather pattern change, and all of a sudden we can be back into um, heavy snow. And I've seen that in the past, right? Some of the historical right. stuff. So absolutely, we're, we're not out of this yet. This is hopefully not going to last all winter, and I'm sure it won't. Well, um, but oh, yeah. it will change. At the beginning. Yeah, we're just at the beginning when it really. So anyway, got any trips planned, uh, Chip? You got anything, anything going with your bird business? Uh, I do a, a Costa Rica trip coming up. That's a North Branch Nature Center trip. Um, also, if anyone's interested in doing some birding in the Champlain Valley, um, I'm doing a day trip for North Branch Nature Center on the 13th of this month, January 13th. And then, yeah, flyway birding, uh, heading to Alaska in June. Um, the Dakotas in June as well, um, Maine in July. So, yeah, some trips are starting to fill up uh, for both the Nature Center and Flyaway Birding. Pretty excited about that. Already thinking about 2025 trips, <laughs> planning ahead. Um, is the main one with the puffins? It is, yeah. We're going to go out to Eastern Egg Rock and check out the puffins, the Atlantic puffins that nest out there. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So we got one in, we got some in Vermont coming up. That's kind of cool. And um, what about the Dakotas? What do you see out in the Dakotas? Prairie stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's um, actually the trip will start in Minnesota um, to look for uh, nesting Connecticut warblers. And as you drive uh, drive west, you get into the prairie pothole region, and there's yellow rare, rail, leconce sparrow which actually, well, there was one seen in Vermont this past year, uh, Baird, Sparrow, Spriggs, Pippet, uh, uh, Greater Prairie Chicken, all sorts of cool prairie birds out there. Mm. It's fun stuff. Yeah, good stuff. And um, what did you see in Hinesburg on? Did, you said you went on the Hinesburg count? Yeah, did some howling. Um, got up at 3 a.m., went out for a few hours, to, uh, and we actually found three owls. We didn't see any of them, but uh, heard great horned owl, 
uh, heard saw wet owl and, and long-eared owl, which is a very special bird, uh, sensitive species here in Vermont. Uh, they nest, uh, I won't say exclusively in the Champlain Valley, but most commonly in the Champlain Valley. There's probably some around central Vermont as well. Um, so yeah, it was fun to see some owls. Uh, uh, red-winged blackbird, believe it or not, just mm-hmm. one. Uh, and you know, we talked about there not being many finches this winter, but there's been so many robins uh, and so many bluebirds. There's a lot of robins and bluebirds on that count. Yeah, I think the uh, the bluebird and the robin thing. I think that's over the last decade or so, especially in the Champlain Valley, they seem to be yeah. hanging out a little bit longer than they, um, you know, used to be very, very rare when you saw a robin. But sometimes you, with all the um, all the fruit trees out there now, I think they can survive, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think a lot of them do migrate. But there's, there's plenty that stick around all winter long. Um, again, mostly in the Champlain Valley, but you know, all over the state. Um, in small numbers. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a change. Also, you know, sparrows. We saw um, a couple white-throated sparrows, uh, a song sparrow. So a lot of these species that are not long-distance migrants, but short-distance migrants are becoming more common in the, in the winter in Vermont. Uh, you could add winter wren to that list as well. Um, you know, ruby-crowned kinglet, um, showing up as well. Uh, the other, this was actually right before Christmas. There was a blue gray gnatcatcher. I can't remember if we spoke about that on the show, but uh, that bird is supposed to be in Florida or Mexico right now. But blue gray gnatcatcher down at the Burlington waterfront. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot, a lot of uh, lingering birds, including the ash-throated flycatcher. Remember that mm-hmm. bird that was seen late in 2023 in Middlebury was seen on the first of the of the month this year oh so that one's still here wow that's good stuff well everyone enjoy uh, 2024 Uh, we're we're into it now and um, we'll be back um, we'll be back next week with another edition of For the Birds maybe we'll have a little bit of snow to talk about by then who knows (laughs) that'd be nice until then I'm Anson Tebbets I'm Chip Darmstadt For the Birds I'll sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take your time from the birds. Now you all know.